My ancestors told me a lot of stuff. Not directly or anything. I don't think I am a shaman or anything. Mostly it's based on what I read from my phone earlier this morning. They didn't have it as easy as we do, and that's the honest truth. Before you disagree, know that I am not comparing us to them for the purpose of positioning ourselves or them in a higher rank. That's not the point at all, and anyway they're dead and we're alive. You can't really compare something that is there to something that was there. Anyhow, I write this because it's a message to us, maybe from them. What I learned from my phone was that in ancient times, food was not as readily available as it was today. And depending on the season, it may not have been available at all. Finding a mate to reproduce may not have been easier either. We have no idea if they even had the luxury of being picky like we have today. Self-warning, tangent. Life was harder for them. It, is still stressful, but it's definitely a different type of stress. Anxiety is a survival mechanism, not merely a defensive mechanism. We developed an intricate hardware system to tell us if something would pose a threat to our existence slash life or whatever. We developed a finely tuned, paranoia-like system to tell us if something could even remotely be a threat to our lives. This is the stuff that makes our palms sweat, hands shake, and legs want to start running. They needed it for their stuff. We don't really need it as much, it's always good to have though. Sometimes, when we're scared we freeze. We play dead or seem like a tree or whatever to some snake, I don't know the science sorry. This doesn't make us cowards, it is just a way to avoid being some creature's lunch. Having said all this, this is equipment they use to navigate the difficult situations of their respective environments. On my phone it says depression makes you tired, sluggish, unmotivated and how maybe this was used as a way, as terrible as it sounds, to preserve energy. And it says anxiety forces us to take fewer risks, seek safety, and focus on doing things well. I don't get the depression part because sometimes depression can be so severe that a person wants to take their own life which isn't that biologically counterintuitive. I know they are suffering in their mind and that's why, but I am just trying to figure out on a biological level. Tangent warning number two. Focus. They told me their life was hard but they lived through it because they really loved us so much, their kids, grandkids, etc. They did all that stuff because they wanted to keep the world going. Yes a lot of it was unconscious but nevertheless they, and something greater wanted us to exist. And isn't that awesome to be loved this way? They said they don't want us to hate ourselves as much as we do because they love us so much and want us to be happy. Think about it. They invented all this cool stuff to make our lives easier. First they domesticated dogs to protect, and warn us about threats and to stay loyal to us and for us to spoil and unconditionally love them forever and ever. They constructed railroads and telephone lines so we could visit and communicate with our families so they can work in other places still. They invented toothpaste so the kids wouldn't get cavities and so their teeth don't hurt. When you look at it this way, they just wanted to help us out, make our lives easier than we had it. Isn't that what we want for our children too? A better life than the ones we had. We're at the turning point of all of this. The economic system that helped birth and facilitate all this cool, new, and fun stuff for us may actually pose a threat to our ecological environment. We are expending resources more than ever before because there is an increasing population and thus demand for resources, to say nothing of the demand for large profits by corporations. We're getting to the part of the movie where the good guy who had a plan to save the world is becoming the villain and destroying it for short to medium term economic gain. We'll adapt for as long as we can, as we continue the environmental game of hot potato with our continued kin, until our world is irreparable and unsustainable. Maybe we'll take the elk and armadillos down with us, who knows? Only time will tell. Essentially we're burning our house down to collect insurance money, and hoping to use that money to buy a better planet to live in or something. I have no idea. But anyway, that was my message. They love you.
They don't want you to suffer like they did. Ever. They want you to get along with your brothers and sisters, to love them and be loved by them. They want you to visit the parks they used to live around and remember them and to remember yourself, and love your precious self too. They know you're not perfect and that no one is and that you have value. You don't deserve to suffer, especially not in silence. You have brothers and sisters out there who love you and want to help you, for no reason at all and for nothing in return, this is my message too. Yes it can be all about survival and reproduction, but to me it's way more. It's something else. I believe there is a greater purpose than ourselves. Something I can't explain or describe. God really loves us. He has a plan for each of us, all of us. I want to help others. I don't want to help others so I could be successful and look cool and be loved. I want to be successful and seem cool and be loved so I could help others. I don't want you to needlessly suffer. You deserve better, you deserve well. After all, you're someone's kid. You need to play, have friends, have fun and be who you already are. People aren't evil. We're not. We're just hella paranoid, for aforementioned reasons, and feel easily threatened. And social media surely isn't fucking helping. It's accentuating and rubbing slash stimulating the more ancient, almost reptilian part of our brains. We're bigger than that. We must play but there's also a lot of shit we have to do. Not so someone could remember us, but so someone else could have it easier than we did. But I like to think the reward for living for the next gen is that hopefully they at least remember we existed. P.S. INFJs are good peoples. You don't have to give them any cool golden coins or money, just do me a favor and help them get out of their heads and caves when they're suffering.